Welcome to the 7 Daily Choices Podcast, a podcast designed to empower you to transform your relationships, optimize your leadership, and ignite your world. My name is Dow Tippett, and I want to help you create, build, and sustain a thriving life with others. Over the last several weeks, we've been talking about submission, uh, which we talk about as the bedrock choice of the seven daily choices. We feel like it's the one, if your heart's not right, the rest of these choices kind of tend to fall apart. And so we've got to start with our heart, and our hearts have to be submissive. But there are seven other choices, and I hope you've seen as we've walked through these choices and we've shown you these choices and as we've talked through various ways to actually practice these choices, that these choices do overlap each other. In fact, as we talked about submission the last couple of weeks, we've talked about listening, we've talked about asking questions and being teachable. And so in those things, what I hope you're seeing, what I hope you understand, what I hope you recognize is those also require some vulnerability and they bring about some awareness. So it's not like each choice is kind of in this little silo of a choice. They overlap and they affect each other and choosing each of these choices actually creates a whole lifestyle of choice that allows allows our relationships to be transformed over time as we continue every day to get up and make these seven choices. And at any point that we're not making one of the choices, we'll find that all seven of them begin to break down as well. So we've got to keep all seven choices on the forefront of our minds because any one of them is going to cause the whole Tori, the whole holy entrance into great relationship to fall down as we use that symbol of the Japanese Tori, which is the entrance to a holy place. And we say it's the entrance to a holy relationship or a whole relationship. So any place where we begin to change these, everything breaks down. So we want to take time and we want to think about each choice individually so that we can have practices that work individually. But we also need to recognize that these choices are constantly overlapping and overlapping and overlapping each other. So um, over the next several weeks, what I want to do is I want to do a breakdown of vulnerability and some ideas of practical ways to choose vulnerability, practical ways to put ourselves in a position of risk, reach, and reveal, uh, practical ways to put ourselves in a place of um, of freedom in our relationships and empower our relationships by choosing vulnerability. Now, fortunately for me, I don't have to teach as much on vulnerability when it comes to leadership. I can share with you other people's training because there's a lot out there. In fact, this word vulnerable has almost like some of the other words in the past, like authenticity or um some I, I'm just trying to think of some of the leadership words that kind of get thrown around and they become buzzwords, servant leadership. These things become buzzwords that we use, but our definitions aren't always the same. And vulnerability is one where right now the idea and the real concept of vulnerability as it is intended even as we say that there's a lot of training on it. You can get some from Patrick Lencioni. Lencioni uh, Brene Brown has done some great stuff. She even has a, has a TED Talk on the power of vulnerability and choosing to be vulnerable. And so there's a lot of great material out there on vulnerability. And so while I have my own uh, set of things that we talk about, the fact is, is you can go learn a lot. But I do want to try to give you some practical things that you can do to uh, practice being vulnerable 
vulnerable in your own life uh, as we walk through these next several weeks. Some some practical ideas of what you can do uh, to be available and and make your life um, more free for others. And the reason you want to do that is that if we want to lead people, uh, first of all, they have to trust us. And if they don't trust us, they're not going to follow us. Well, if they don't know us, they're not going to trust us. Uh, And so if we don't let people know us, we're never going to have people trust us. Now, the truth is, the reason this is vulnerable is everybody who knows you isn't going to like you. That's just a reality. And one of the hardest things that we have to deal with is the fact that when we choose to put ourselves out there, when we choose to risk ourselves, we are risking rejection. We actually are risking rejection every time. We're going to talk about that a little bit next week. Um, But this week, I want to start by talking about one practice that we can practice to make ourselves vulnerable. And that is tell your story. Tell your story. So when it comes to telling our story, there are some things I want you to consider. First of all, I want you to consider being reasonably vulnerable. Look, I don't have to let everybody know everything, okay? I don't have to tell everybody everything. What I do want to do, what I need to do is I need to be able to tell my story. So how do we tell our story well? Well, first of all, here's what we need to do. We need to make sure that when we tell our story, it is after we have heard somebody else's story. Now, we talked a lot about this over the last two episodes. If you didn't hear those, I encourage you to go back and listen to those. But we want to make sure we've heard somebody's story before we tell our own. It's it's more important for us to ask questions and hear other people's stories than tell our own. But the truth is, if we want people to follow us, we have to be ready to share our story. Now, When I say share your story, it doesn't mean share whatever story you want. You need to share a story of vulnerability, a story that represents and reflects where you struggle as well as where you succeed. You need to be honest about what you're going through. It needs to be an honest story. You need to make sure that when you share your story with other people, you're neither holding back nor over-exaggerating. Now, that can be hard to do because all of us have a tendency to remember our life differently than it actually happened. We have a tendency to remember pieces and parts and see them kind of come together as as a whole because we don't look back on our life and see completely clearly, but as best we understand it. More importantly, we need to be telling our current story honestly. And we need to understand that our story is just that. It's our story. We're not expecting somebody else to see their life the same way or understand life the same way. We're not asking anything of anyone. We're simply sharing who we are honestly. So the second thing we want to do, we not only want to be honest with our story, we want to make sure that we're sharing for ourselves or from ourselves our own truth. Tell your truth. Don't try to tell somebody else's truth and don't expect them to share the same truth you do. When you share your story, you share your truth, what you're going through and recognize that it's just your truth. This is not truth 
because truth is beyond us. Truth is something that is bigger than all of us and bigger than just our story, but our story is a part of it. And when I share, I share my perspective on what I see of the bigger story going on around me, but that's my perspective. And my perspective is always limited by my limitations. And as a human being, as a 50-year-old man, there are things I do understand and things I don't understand and things I can relate to and things I can't relate to. There's only so much that I can do where I am sharing my story and I'm sharing it honestly and I'm relating just my truth. I'm not making judgment on, on others. I'm not worried about what others are going through or sharing what others. I'm looking at me. I'm sharing my story. Number three, be conscious of time. So when someone asks your story, the reality is, depending on the circumstances, letting somebody know you is is a gift. It's a kindness to allow them to know you more deeply. You are offering a, a step into intimacy. However, not everybody wants to be as intimate as you might want to get. So you need to be conscious of other people, even as you tell your own story. Now, don't be self-conscious be conscious of others. So what happens far too often when we're telling our stories, we become self-conscious, which actually makes us just babble and stir and turn. We start thinking about what are they thinking? Do they even want to hear this? Blah, blah, blah. Our brains just start going crazy. And the truth is, if we're just telling our story honestly, it's usually going to take us depending on the circumstance, anywhere from five minutes to get across kind of who we are and the, the truth of, of that to as much as 30 or 40 minutes uh, to share our life and our life story and some of the details and some of the heartaches with freedom for people to ask questions. But usually not much more than that. Usually beyond that, we're just talking to talk. Now, under the circumstances, you need to consider other people's time. If you're in a situation where you are standing up, you've just met someone for the first time, and they ask you for your story, and you're at a party somewhere where there's 500 other people they're going to want to talk to, you need to take time to share enough for them to know your story, but don't go into everything. Don't feel like that's the only opportunity. What happens is we feel like we've got to share our story all at once. The truth is if we're building a relationship, I can share parts of my story when I start and I can share more the next time and more the next time. The key here is to be willing to share the story that is appropriate and the part of my story that is appropriate for the circumstances I find and the context I find myself in. If I'm in a small group where we're taking time to get to know each other's stories and we want to hear each other's stories, that may take 30 minutes. If I'm at a party with a bunch of people running around, that may take 30 minutes. I actually uh, have participated and there's this leadership game that they play where you uh, called Half-Life, where you share your story for five minutes with another person and then you have two and a half minutes and then you have uh, one and a half minutes and then you have one minute and then you have 30 seconds. And what happens is the highlights really come to the top. The smaller and smaller that story gets so that you begin to see the highlights of your life. You begin to see your life in highlights. And, and the helpful thing is that means under different circumstances, I can share my story differently because I understand the highlights. So doing that practice can be very good for you to learn to share your story in half the time. Uh, share enough of your story to be honest and open, 
but not so much that you're going to overwhelm and overrun people because sharing our stories is offering ourselves up for intimacy. And so we've got to be willing to share enough to be honest and vulnerable, but not feel like we have to share everything in every circumstance. Like if you're the boss of a company right now that's trying to figure out how you're going to return from COVID-19 and you come in and you've got a plan and you act like you've got it all figured out and you know exactly where you're going, you know everything that's going to happen, you are not being honest because nobody knows exactly what's going to happen and all that's coming and all that's happened. We're just not there yet. But if you come in and you say, hey, I've got a plan, this is my plan. I've kind of thought it through. I've prayed it through. Here's what I think we need to do. Here's the direction we're going to head. But listen, I know this may have to flex again and again. You're being much more honest with your story. Now, you hear that, and that doesn't seem like a very long story, and yet that is my story. This also comes in very handy if you're trying to sell yourself. So as a coach and as a speaker, I've got to be able to share my story in a way when I'm trying to tell someone else the value that I believe I can bring to the table for them or for their organization. I've got to be able to put in a few words, here's what I think I bring, and I, and it has to be very clear what I bring to the table. Now, sometimes people spend so much time trying to make that statement fit on a t-shirt that it doesn't make sense. Other times, we put way too many words in and we confuse people with our words on your I've been told that if more than five min- five seconds is necessary to understand your podcast, or sorry, not your podcast, but your website, if it takes more than five seconds to understand what your website's about and what you're about based on your website, that's probably too many words. However, if someone talks to me and I'm on the phone with them and they're saying, what is it that you as a speaker or you as a coach bring to our organization? They need more story of value and what value I bring. But listen, listen to that story that I just said in those words. The story they need to hear is the value I'm going to bring to them and their organization. They don't need to hear about my four kids and they don't need to hear about how my daughter is in basketball and they don't need to know about my other daughter's gymnastics fund. They don't need to know any of that. They need to know the story that tells them what value I bring to the table. I come to the table, I help leaders optimize their leadership potential by teaching them how to transform their relationships. So together we can have an ignited world, ignited workplace, whatever it is that we're trying to do. How do you ignite your world? Well, you optimize your leadership. And how do you optimize your leadership? You transform your relationships. So I empower leaders to optimize their leadership potential by transforming learning how to transform their relationships. That's what I do. So there in very few words, I'm able to share what it is that I bring to the table that a, a, a company or a coach, a coaching client may need. So if And if at the end of telling that story, they want to know more, they can ask questions. If they don't ask questions, I need to be ready to move on from that. And really the best way to move on is to ask them questions about themselves. Turn and ask questions about their story and open myself up to hearing again. In fact, I would tell you this, tell your story until it seems like you can ask, until it's the right time to ask a question to hear somebody else's. And as soon as you can, step out of your story and share their story and help them to share their story again. Uh, You'll remember early on, if you didn't listen, I think it was episode two or three, uh, as we were talking about vulnerability, I talked about the the lady who went and did, she did an entire uh, news thing, I think in Israel on two presidents. And she was, she was interviewing them. And the first one 
uh, she felt like was the most interesting man she ever met. And the second one, she felt like she was the most interesting person in the room. And so when you go through those two things, you recognize that people are more moved by feeling interesting than by you being interesting. And when you recognize that, you know to tell enough of your story to let them know what value you bring, but not so much that you overwhelm them and make them think you're thinking more about yourself than you are about them. So want to encourage you. This is how we begin. This is one way we can begin to show vulnerability and to choose vulnerability. We can tell our story. Remember, you may be rejected. That is the risk. We are risking. Every time we are vulnerable, it is a risk. In fact, if it's not a risk, you're not being vulnerable enough. You need to take a risk. And when you take that risk, you just let it go where it's going to be. But you have to accept the consequences of taking that risk. That's all good. All right. So when we do this, what happens is people get to know us better. And so they begin to know us better so that they can trust us more. And if they trust us more, they're more likely to allow us to have influence in their lives. And so if we want to optimize our leadership potential, we need to be able to help other people know us better. And that takes and requires vulnerability. So choose vulnerability and that's going to help you to optimize your leadership. Here's how that goes. I'm going to choose vulnerability and I'm going to tell my story. This is one way to do this. I'm going to tell my story to other people. All right. I'm going to. All right. So here we go. Maybe I hope you're not hearing my karate class in background, but maybe you are. All right. So listen, thank you so much for listening. If this has helped you out today, if this has made a difference today, if this has been uh, good for you, if it's if it's encouraged you or if it's strengthened you or if it's given you some direction, will you please share this with somebody else who might need it? Uh, share, like. Uh, subscribe, and then rate and review us. You can only do that once in iTunes, but it makes such a difference in getting our message out to more people. Also, I wanted to mention this week that if you are listening to this and you would like a coach to help you do better with your relationships so that you can optimize your leadership, maybe in your home, maybe in your organization, and or you would like a speaker that I'm doing both those things and I'd love to be able to help out both you or your organization in those areas, in these areas of learning leadership. And so I'm putting the word out there. If you'd like that, go ahead and contact me at support at sevendailychoices.com. I'd appreciate it. I'm, I'd love to come out. And even if you're doing virtual work, listen, I am available. I not only have the microphone, I have the camera. I can do virtual training and have done virtual training. And so I want to encourage you, if you're looking for someone, I am available. Please feel free. Support at sevendailychoices.com. Give me a holler. Let me know you're looking and we'll set something up. We I try to be as flexible as I can be with cost. I try to be as flexible as I can be around the topic that's going to make the biggest difference for your organization and your people. Now, some people say you got to have your thing that you do. Well, what I do is I help leaders optimize their potential by transforming their relationships. So I focus on those things. I'm leadership and relationship, but I have been customizing talks for 30 years. I I was a preacher for 30 years, and so every week I did a keynote where it was a customized keynote based on the topic of Christ in the Bible. So uh, I can do that. I can customize for your organization, for what your needs are, for what you desire. So if you're an event planner, maybe you're uh, an HR director, maybe you have something coming up at your organization, please don't hesitate. Let me know. Support at 7, the number 7, dailychoices.com. We'd really appreciate it it. Thanks a lot for listening again. And remember this, life is a gift. Living is a choice. 
So choose relationship today.